0: Illusion, yeah. To choke out my illusions, yeah. to cut through the confusion. Yeah. Oh, keep on digging deep, we keep digging deep, we keep digging deep. We digging. Hello, and welcome to the Rational Podcast, your weekly deep dive into how science and critical thinking make you immune to scams, fads and hoaxes. I am your host, Abhijit. Let's dig in. Hello and welcome once again to the Rationable Podcast. Today, we dive into one of those long-standing claims about losing weight. No matter which new fat diet pops up, you'll always have someone say, just start having several small meals a day. Trust me, it works. And it sounds plausible. I mean. The logic people usually put behind it is that it's easier for your body to digest small portions, plus it boosts your metabolism every time you eat, and boosting your metabolism apparently means your body burns fat at a higher rate than usual. So as bro-science bros like to call it, fuel the fire, bro. But is this really what it means? Is this really what happens? Fortunately, it isn't much of a mystery, so let's dig in. First, what is this metabolism thing? Simply put, it's the accumulation of all the processes in your body that keep you alive. It's how the body breaks down food to get the nutrition so it can grow, repair itself, and run all of your organs. Now, we have to learn a few words before we move on. Some you'll know, some not so much, probably. So the first is BMR your metabolism is measured by your basal metabolic rate, which is the number of calories you burn when you're not doing anything. You know, like your ideal Sunday, just lying in bed, watching Netflix, and you know, chilling. But maybe not in that way, you know what I mean? But if you want to figure out what your BMR is, there are a lot of online calculators, and I will link some in today's show notes. The second is total daily energy expenditure. That's T-D-E-E. This is the total number of calories you actually burn in a day when you're not chilling and watching Netflix. Like going for a walk, playing with your kids or your dog, uh, doing the dishes, cleaning your door handle, you know, that sort of stuff. So how much weight you lose is dependent on how many calories you're eating throughout the day. Minus your total daily energy expenditure. If you get a negative number when you calculate that, you're on the right track. And if you get a positive number, you'll have to cut down the calories a bit. It's as simple as that. It's called energy balance. And that's what you should be paying attention to when it comes to losing weight. Countless scientific studies have shown this again and again and again. You just need to consume fewer calories than you are spending It's a bit oversimplistic, but that's the foundation of weight loss. It's physics. It's as simple as that. There will be more details and more science behind weight loss and health on this podcast in future episodes. So if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, you should now. Now, how does all of this work? So let's say your TDEE, that's your total daily energy expenditure, is around 2200 calories a day, while you're eating 2500 you will end up gaining weight. If you eat food worth 2,200 calories, you'll stay the same. If you eat less, say 2,000 calories, you'll lose weight. Boom. Now we can all go home. No wait, there's there's more. Okay. Uh, Now, how do you figure out how many calories you're eating? First, you have to track your calories. You can try out MyFitnessPal. It's an excellent app. It's got a free version which is which has got pretty much all the features that you'd need, and it's cross-platform. So you it's it's you can open it on your Chrome browser or your laptop. You can it's got an app for iOS and Android, and they're all free. There is a premium level. If you want to go pro, that's up to you. Not my problem. So whatever happened to speeding up your metabolism? Now, going back to the beginning, do we really need to speed up your metabolism? Is speeding up your metabolism the only way to lose weight? Or, or at least is it the most effective? The short answer is yes. Speeding up your metabolism will help you lose weight faster and keep it off. But do frequent meals help you do this? Your metabolism does speed up whenever you eat. But that's for a very good reason. That's because you're eating your metabolism has to go up to digest and metabolize all the food. It's like saying you should drive more to use your petrol and keep adding more petrol every time you drive. It's obvious and it's stupid. Why the hell would you want to waste petrol like that? I mean, okay, okay, I I digress. But yes, food is the fuel for your body and we need to deplete as much of it as we can so we can lose weight. The fun bit is, There are things that we should be doing other than eating to speed up your metabolism and increase your TDEE. Let me tell you the three ways in which you can speed up your metabolism. One is through aerobic exercise. If you enjoy walking, running, cycling or swimming, these all come under aerobic exercises, otherwise called cardio. You'll need to do at least half an hour of these five days a week for it to be effective. The only downside to these kinds of exercises is that they can be a bit boring and monotonous. And the fat you burn is limited only to the time that you're working out at. The second way is through strength training. The big plus is you continue to burn fat at a higher rate after you stop working out for 36 to 48 hours. Doing weight training also builds up a lot of muscle tissue. Now, keep in mind, this elevated rate of burning fat is also called the afterburn effect. And the actual number of calories you'll burn extra is not that much. But if you stay consistent, it can add up to a decent amount and at least help in accelerating your weight loss to some extent. Now, doing weight training also builds up a lot of muscle tissue, which is hungry for fat when you're doing nothing. Or let me rather say it's hungry for calories. It's a very energy expensive tissue. You know what that means? Yes, a faster metabolism. Make sure you do every body part at least once a week and get a day or two of rest in between. Ideally, this should be twice a week. The best way to build muscle strength and burn fat at the same time is to do each body part twice a week. And ladies, you don't need to worry about looking bulky or manly. You won't look that muscular at all easily. You just don't have the male hormones for it. And I mean, testosterone, of course. Yep, testicles make men muscular and bald. True story. But the bald part is a totally different story. Moving on. The third way of speeding up your metabolism is staying active, increasing your level of activity through your day, like playing with your kids, your pets, Standing more, taking the stairs at work also help increase your total daily energy expenditure. Now, in conclusion, that was a lot of information. So let's just wrap up a few of the key points here. Instead of counting your meals, count your calories. Calculate your total daily energy expenditure and cut down 500 calories from your diet. I'll do a dedicated episode on tracking and your eating really soon. So subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, so you don't miss it. Also, increase your daily activity levels and start working out. Do a combination of cardio and weights too. And just to be sure, give more emphasis to the heavy weightlifting. And if you do compound lifting, that's even better. That's the compound lifting and the big five you know, the bench press, squat, deadlift, shoulder press, and row. And you can do all of these at the gym, make sure you get a trainer and get it done. Because not only will you benefit from having a stronger body and stronger muscles, you'll also get a stronger skeletal system, your bones will be stronger, your joints will be stronger, which will not only help you through many more years of your life, it'll ensure much greater health overall for you for many more years. As long as you stay consistent, of course, don't stop. If you have any more questions, hit me up on my website, berationable.com. And for all the links, plus a lot more further reading that you can do, go into the show notes and check those links out. And all the best of health to you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to read the blog version of this episode along with all the citations and references, or if you have any ideas, comments or suggestions, please visit berationable.com. You've been listening to The Rationable Podcast. See you next week.